Humans, humans, what the heck is up? It's February 7th. Well, the earliest you can hear this is February 7th. I'm recording it on the evening of the 6th. It's a Monday night. Soonest you can hear this is a Tuesday morning. The Super Bowl is later this week. We'll talk a little Super Bowl culture. We're going to talk Super Bowl boxes. For those of you that know, perhaps perhaps you're salivating. For those of you that don't, hang in there. We'll get there. We're going to talk a little Tom Brady in retirement. He certainly made a splash today. And we'll talk a little Brooklyn Nets, specifically Kyrie Irving. Sid, this isn't a sports podcast. I don't do sports podcasts. What's what's up? Well, humans, I've said it once. I'll say it a hundred times. We're not a sports podcast, but when sports overlap, the main, not main, that's a terrible thing to say, the general consciousness, and if they stick out in some way, I reserve the right to talk a little sports, but no. In general, this isn't a sports podcast. But hey, that's the deal. And humans, while we're talking sports, Duke played North Carolina over the weekend. Of course, that's one of the um, iconic matchups. And like I've said here many times before, after the Super Bowl and prior to the March Madness tourney, there's just that lull that, that, oh man, there's nothing on feeling. And that's for me, you know, I, again, as a guy who likes to casually watch a lot of football, um, I watch NBA playoffs, you know, um, but you know, there, I, I, there's generally something on TV I want to watch this time of year. And then it suddenly dries up and then I get back into it in March Madness. So all that said, I'm sometimes looking for things that we can gather around, sports we can watch and gather around and care about between the Super Bowl and March Madness. And well, humans, while we missed the Duke Carolina game, and of course, Super Bowl hasn't happened, but while we missed the Duke Carolina game over the weekend, I didn't, I failed to bring it up to you guys. They do play again on Saturday, March 4th. So. Something to look forward to. Something when we're watching the clock tick down this Sunday during the Super Bowl and we think, my God, (laughs) my God, what becomes of me for the next month, month and a half? Well, March 4th, there's there's appointment television. March 4th, dork, (laughs) dork, dorks from either side. Duke and North Carolina play. But humans, let's get to one of today's topics. Super Bowl boxes. You know them. You see them. I've been in New York for a long time. This is my 16th year living here. And as much as I hate to admit it, it's warping my mind. There's certain things that I've gotten used to up here that when I go other places, I'm like... Oh, man, I'm just so used to that. So sometimes I hate to say it, 
it pains me to say this and to be so vulnerable with you humans, but sometimes I feel a little out of touch. I don't drive. And I think like, oh, cars, freaking cars, traffic, parking. I mean, I'm trying to watch an NFL game and then they, they you know, they, they do a nice pan out from above the stadium and all I see are cars parked everywhere in expressways. You just see cars parked all around these stadiums and usually expressways near them. And I think, I think, oh, the humanity. Like, ugh, car culture is disgusting. And then I sometimes I'd remind myself, well, Sid, you live in like the only city in the U.S. where you really can not have a car. I mean, I've heard in Philly and Chicago, you can really do it a lot of the, a lot of the time, but it's still nice to have an automobile. Here, you, you don't even need it. It's a hassle. And so in that way, humans, I'm a little out of touch. Similarly, the beach I go to here in New York City Yes, it's part of New York City proper. I won't say the name because I don't want it to get overcrowded, frankly. The beach I go to here in New York City is topless friendly. And I would say, I've been saying this for years, one out of every seven gals has their shirt off. Now, that's a great reason to go to the beach. I like the beach intrinsically. If people are in bathing suits, I'm okay with that too. I I also prefer this beach because it's hard to get to. So it cuts down on rowdy folks. Most of the people there are kind of a little naturey because it's a tough, tough beach to get to. It's not near any transit. All the while being in New York City proper. Nevertheless, like I said, about one out of every one out of every seven gals is topless, and usually when there's a group of topless gals, they're kind of all are in solidarity together. So you'll just you'll you'll pass by a beach blanket with with eight excuse me for saying this with eight breasts on display for women. And again, again, I'm just pointing it out. I'm not trying to sound misogynistic or anything, but when I go other places. I've been going to this beach for so long that when I go other places, I start scanning around like, oh, where, where's the topless gals out? You know, and again, humans here at this beach, I'm respectful. I'm respectful. I don't take, I don't take photos. I don't gawk. Of course I look, but we're, we're all out there breaking bread together. Of course I steal a glance, but that's part of being in a public place. But I don't, I don't gawk. I don't approach. I don't. I don't try to make anyone feel uncomfortable, just so that's just so we're clear. But when I go to beaches in other towns, humans, I st- I'm so used to this that I start scanning around. I'm like, oh, where, where's the topless babes at? Oh, there's some bikinis. There's some bikinis. There's it's got to be something. And then I think, no, no, this is it. This is it. And that's OK. <laughs> but like. That's where my brain goes. I've become a little out of touch. I'm old Sid up here on the microphone, a 41-year-old guy with roommates. It hurts to say I'm out of I'm out of touch. I'm living in New York City. That'll happen. So anyway, what what's this all about, Sid? Well, Super Bowl boxes. I'm used to seeing those in bars here, and I assume they're at bars everywhere. But I've been here for so long. I, I I don't 
typically travel in February. So you, you might say, I've been in New York City every single February since 2007. Moved here October of 2006. So perhaps they're everywhere, and I think they are, but I'm just I'm stating that now, humans, just, for, just so you get to know me a bit. Anyway, Super Bowl boxes. There's a grid. There's 100 squares, 10 by 10. And on the top says the NFC team the Eagles or the side, and then on the top or the side says the AFC team, the Chiefs. And then you go to a bar or a tavern or your friend's party, and you say, hey, how much is a square? And they say 25 bucks, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it is. You give them some cash. Of course, to skirt the not putting gambling right in your face, they usually say 25 points. It's 25 points to play. But anyway, you give the bar your cash, they write down your phone number and your name, they put your initials in whatever square you pick out. And then once all the squares are full, then they draw out of a hat randomly corresponding numbers from the NFC team and the AFC team to go on the grid. And then you find out, you say, oh, I'm seven for the Eagles and I'm five for the Chiefs. And what does that mean? Well, of course, it means... A score ending in seven, a score ending in five. And then at the end of the first quarter, at the end of the half, at the end of the third quarter, at the final, whoever has numbers ending with those two exact ones, let's say I had seven for Eagles, five for Chiefs. If the Eagles have 17 and the Chiefs have 15, then I would win. And usually the prize for first quarter and third quarter are kind of nominal. A little smaller, and then halftime is bigger, and the final's much bigger. Now, now, for those of you that are very in the know, maybe it's everyone. Again, I'm out of touch. I don't know what everyone knows. I know it's not a New York thing. I've I've seen these at parties before, but I didn't know if they were as prevalent at bars in other cities as they are here. Forgive me, humans. I'm not. I'm not trying to say, "Whoa, is me the old New Yorker?" But I'm just. I'm trying to be honest. So anyway. It's certainly fun to, to put in a few bucks on a box if you can find a bar that has remaining squares. Usually usually right around this time is when they fill up. 20 bucks a pop, 25 bucks a pop. You can go in with a friend. My old podcast partner from my last podcast, The Lick, Brad and I used to go in on a couple of boxes together. We'd share them. And, you know, obviously we would have shared any winnings, although we didn't win. So it can be fun. You can, you know... You can cover a few more spaces on the board, if you will. So anyway, humans, I want to know, have any of you ever won? Do you guys do Super Bowl boxes? It sure makes it like, it's a game within the game. It's just a little more fun. You know, go to a Super Bowl gathering, a Super Bowl party. There's food, there's snacks, people to talk to. There's a game to watch. You add this, scratches another itch. Kind of fun. Also, why do I bring this up? Well, the sports gambling app that I use, and again, humans, be careful. Know your limits. This is addictive, and it remains to be seen what what it will do to the nation as all these uh, sports gambling apps have been rolled out so heavily. But nevertheless, humans, the app that I choose to use, it has Super Bowl box options. So you can actually, 
you can actually like pick what you would want. Now, normally what happens is you go to a pub. I was, I was just at one for lunch today, actually. It was 25 points per box. And you just put your name on a square. And then later they, they draw out what the number values will be. So then you're like, oh, man, I've got a score ending in two and a score ending in nine. Those are kind of tough. I mean, two scores don't end in two a lot in the National Football League. Of course, we can all name situations where they would, but it's rare. So two is a tough one to get. Here's the thing. With these apps, you can pick exactly what numbers you want. So you could be like, well, I'll go seven and seven. I'll go seven and four. Zero is a popular one. You know, one. Anyway, the odds are obviously different for each one. But in humans, this is more to... This is to talk about Super Bowl boxes because it's just something interesting. But also, you guys know me. You know I'm a little anti-technology. You know I'm anti-social media. If you had to guess, you would assume I have cast iron cookware. I do. If you had to guess, I used, I used pay phones years and years after other people stopped using them. I did. I like things old school. I like things analog. I use a television antenna. The amount of times I have to explain to coworkers that are like 15 years younger than me that I get my television out of the air through an antenna and the way that baffles them. And I have to explain like that's how that's how TV used to be. That's <laughs> and it still exists. I mean it it's not just like, oh, you do that? No, no, no. They don't even know the technology I'm talking about. So that's just kind of the guy I am, humans. All this is to say, I found out you can do this box-style wagering on my gambling app. But that takes the fun out of it for me. So, I made some numbers, zero to nine. And I put them in a hat. And I drew numbers. <laughs> to give myself... The true Super Bowl box feel. Yes, yes, undermining technology, undermining this on-demand life we live. Of course, I'd rather be on the real radio, humans. I recognize that I'm talking to you in a podcast that's on-demand. I'd rather be on the real radio. But this is where I am. Similarly, I'd like to be doing a real box, so I, I, I painstakingly... Made it harder for myself. But anyway, humans, if you are curious, I've got the Chiefs. And this is only for the final score. It's not as fun. You know, it's not first, second, and third, and fourth quarter final scores. It's just the final score. So it's a little less fun. But nevertheless, I've got a, the Chiefs with a score ending in seven and the Eagles ending with a score in nine. Not terrible numbers. Again, I can't really complain because I could pick out any numbers I want. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll cover the board a little bit like a roulette wheel. We'll see, humans. It's just fun. It's just fun. And humans, do you, do any of you host a Super Bowl party? Have you had one before? Do you have an annual event? You know, it's your place to place. Oh, yeah, we always go to so-and-so's. Let me know. Let us know. Of course, chips are a big thing. You go to Super Bowl parties and there's just 
It's the only kind of party you go to where there's like millions of unopened bags of chips at the end of the night where you couldn't even get to all of them. You couldn't even get to all of them. So here's a tip. Not that you need it. Not that you need it. Hey. Bring something besides chips. There's going to be a million chips. And do your shopping early, humans. We know Saturday and Sunday at the grocery store on Super Bowl Sunday are berserk. We know the chip aisle gets destroyed. Go now. If you are going to bring chips, go now. But I encourage you to bring something different. Swiss rolls. Of course, there's probably a lot of folks out there that are going to do some Kansas City-style ribs. Mwah. Mwah. Magnifique. There's probably people out there that are going to do Philly cheesesteaks. We have an authentic Philadelphia cheesesteak, Philly cheesesteak spot, not too far from me, about a 10-minute walk. And they're, they're supposedly super authentic, you know, guys are from Philly, blah, 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 blah. So I might, I'm going to, I'm going to a fellow human's home to watch the game. And I might bring over a couple of Philly cheesesteaks and I'll cut them up, you know, to be bite-sized and, and have those for other people. Why not? The name of the place is called Federoff's and it's in Williamsburg. Brooklyn. Pretty tasty. I've had it before. It's a little pricey. That's all right. That's all right. Anyway, I might I might pick those up and bring them to a party. I don't know, humans. One hand, it'll be a little pricey. On the other hand, you know, I am pulling for the Eagles. It's kind of fun. Just spread the love. We shall see. We shall see. Let me know what you're doing. Let me know what you guys are up to. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Of course, you can record into the Voice Memo app on your smartphone. Hit the share button and email said voice recording to listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. So, humans, Kyrie Irving is going to get traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Dallas Mavericks. Sid, I don't care about sports. I really don't care about the NBA when it's this early in the season. I know. I know. But here's the deal. And, and again, humans, this show is about all of us. I just happen to be the one with the microphone. But you guys have microphones, too, and you're encouraged to participate. It's our show. But if I'm going to get personal here, I can't pull for the Brooklyn Nets. And there's two reasons. One, Kyrie Irving, anti-vaxxer, flat earther. Yes, he finally came out and said he didn't believe the earth was flat. Even to have gotten there, not for me. Not for me. And good riddance. I'm one step closer to allowing myself to like the Brooklyn Nets. Well, Sid, what else is holding you back? Well, Kevin Durant. I shouldn't say this. It's petty. It's petty, but I feel how I feel. And maybe, maybe... If I had two million listeners, I would bite my tongue. But at this point in our show, I'm going to let it loose. At a job I had before, I worked in a situation where it would have been customary for Kevin Durant or a member of his entourage, one of his handlers, to have tipped me at gratuity. And after many, many times, it never happened. And I haven't let it go. 
I haven't let it go. Not very human of me, humans, not very in the spirit of this show, peace and love, but I'm, hey, I'm human and I'm upset. And maybe it's just because sports is a little bit of entertainment and I need a reason to dislike the Nets. I don't know. But it really irked me. And it still irks me. And the fact of the matter is, you come to town. Wouldn't you want to be that guy that's like, I'm new, I'm here. I'm new. I just got to New York. That's when this was. I just got to New York. I'm the new guy in town. Why not have the fans here adore me? Why not have... Why not have people love me? I'm here. I'm playing for you. I want you to watch me. I want you to love me. I want you to come to our games. No. No. Stiff job after stiff job. So one of the two is gone. Bye-bye, Flat Earther. Now we're just dealing with the injured Kevin Durant. And maybe... Once he's gone, I'll become a Nets fan. I don't know. I've never... I wanted to be a 76ers fan growing up because I like Philadelphia teams, as I've mentioned here before. And that was that was around when Barkley, Charles Barkley, was playing for the Sixers. And then when I was around seventh grade, he got traded to the Suns. And then they went to the finals. And so I kind of was just... Like pulling for Charles Barkley, but in this no man's land, and I've I've never recovered from it. I've with the NBA, I've been in no, no man's land ever since. And I thought when I moved here, well, maybe I could become a Knicks fan. And then when it was announced the Nets were going to move to Brooklyn from New Jersey, I thought, well, maybe maybe I'll become a Nets, a Nets fan. I could be a Knicks or Nets. Maybe I will be a Knicks fan. I don't know. It might be kind of fun. Madison Square Garden, supposedly the world's most famous arena. Anyway, humans, that's the deal. A little personal, a little personal, but bye-bye, Kyrie. Bye-bye. And humans, before we get to the most famous retiree, Tom Brady, there's another topic I'd like to bring up, and it was the Pro Bowl was over the weekend. The Pro Bowl was over the weekend. You know I'm a Pro Bowl lover, for better or for worse. It was flag football. It was Peyton versus Eli. And it was it was fun. It was entertainment. It was entertainment. Heck, maybe I'll go to Las Vegas next year for it. I don't know. If it continues. So humans, the world's most famous retiree, Tom Brady. Of course, the rumors are swirling. Not rumors, but this contract stipulates that he'll be becoming a broadcaster for Fox in 2024. So I guess he has some time on his hands. Maybe we'll see him this Super Bowl Sunday. I certainly think so. Today he posted a story on his instant Instagram. On his Instagram. Humans, I try my best not to be on social media, but sometimes I get sucked in. Well, this is one of those times I'm trying. I want you to know I'm trying. But Tom Brady posted a picture of himself in his underwear today. Some thinly veiled thing about he bet his own company that if they got forty thousand likes, he would pose in his in his underwear, Brady brand underwear. Some people are saying it's just promotion. It was a thinly veiled fake bet over promotion. Some people say 
He's trying to look like a hunk in his underwear to get his wife, Giselle, back. Boy, humans, celebrities are just like us. We, we act out on social media, hoping that our lovers and former lovers and possibly future lovers will see us and get urges or get jealous or whatever it may be. Celebrities are just like us, if that's what it is. God's been retired for a week. He's already he's already posting himself in his underwear on social media. Here's the thing, humans. I don't want to wear if I'm a consumer. Like, oh, I could use some new underwear. You can always use new underwear. You have enough underwear and enough socks, you can avoid laundry for seemingly forever. I don't think I want Brady underwear. Call me squeamish. But like the last thing I want to think about when I'm putting on fabric that's going to touch my nether regions, regions that are reserved for me to touch, medical professionals to touch, and, and people I'm interested in, in an erotic way. <laughs> that, those are the people that I'd like to touch me down there. And when I'm thinking about fabric touching me down there, well, I either want it to just be fabric for fabric's sake, or I want it to be meaningful in some way. Oh, someone bought me these, or what have you. Oh, that's the person hugging my genitalia today. You know, someone bought me that. Oh, that's kind of nice. It's interesting. I don't want to think about Tom Brady and his perfect jaw. When I pull underwear, tight around myself that's just me that's just me i went to his website and there's a lot of hunks on there and it just makes me uncomfortable i don't want to think about hunks when i'm pulling on my underwear i want to think about my underwear i don't know i don't know is that an overshare humans first of all i hate that word boy nothing worse you go to a party and you tell some really interesting story and then someone goes, well, that was an overshare. No, no, get out, go away. <sighs> there's just people that are game to have a good time, and there's people that are curmudgeons. And they they gain something by shooting other people down. That was an overshare. Well, humans, perhaps I overshared, but I don't want Brady. I don't want Tom Brady anywhere near my crotch. And who's all, who knows what's coming next out of this guy? We're in one week of retirement here. Not even one week. And he's posting pictures in his underwear. You know, retirement hits people in different ways. I've, I've retired once already. I took nine months voluntarily, quit my job. Year-ish ago. No, year and a half ago. Whatever. And I took nine months off from working. And it was interesting. It wasn't it wasn't what I thought it would be. It was it was nice to sleep in. It was nice to have coffee and watch a little today show. I could have been more productive in other ways. I could have done some more. I could have done more drawing. I could have done more guitar playing. Nevertheless, it was interesting. Of course, we all hear about people retiring and they take up new hobbies or they Oh, I'm gonna volunteer at the library. I'm gonna read to children. Oh, you know, I've always wanted to work at a video store. I'll just go work at a video store for minimum wage. It'll just be interesting. You hear about that. 
Tom Brady's gone the other direction. He's taking pictures of himself in his underwear. <laughs> idle time, humans. Idle time. Again, let's see what happens. Let's see if he's in the Fox broadcast on this Sunday, the 12th. And, well, humans, this is your chance. Anything you want to talk about, football-wise, Super Bowl-wise, I mean, this is it. Get in here, listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com. I've done my best to get us prepared for the game. We've learned about the stadium. We've learned about the playing surface. The eyes of the world are on Arizona. Of course, lots of non-football fans get tickets to this game. I wonder if there'll be more Chiefs fans there just because of the locality, the location. I don't know. Perhaps there's a lot of Philadelphia retirees living in Scottsdale that want to drive over. I, I don't know, humans. But one thing I do know is I appreciate you listening. This has been your Early in the Week cast. Tune back in on Friday. We're going to break down the Super Bowl one last time. Get excited for ads. It's a lot about the ads. It's a lot about the snacks. There is a game being played, too. And humans, got a fun interview for you on Friday. So lots to get excited about. See you then. Peace and love. Peace and love.